We are here. Welcome to the Ellis Rose podcast, a place for those who are ready to think differently about what's possible, are ready for rapid expansion and to take bold action in their life. Join for unfiltered conversations around the mind, business and magic. Well, hello, and I'm really excited for this week's episode because I have an incredible client and friend with me today who is going to delve into a little bit about her journey of kind of creating your own story. And you would have heard me talk about this a couple of times on socials, on my podcast around you're the creator of your life. And I thought it would be really good to have someone here today who has had that realization that you are writing your own story all the time. And we're always creating, no matter what we say, we think we do. And sometimes we find out in ways, in a negative way in life. And sometimes we find out in the most positive ways. But the biggest thing is it's the learnings behind it. So I'd love to welcome Renee. So hello, my lovely. I would love for you to introduce yourself. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It's such an honor. I am Renee and... It's really interesting when people ask you to introduce yourself because I always used to be like, I'm this, I'm this, I'm this. And what I've learned recently is I'm just so multi multifaceted and multi-faced and multi-passionate. And there's not really one thing that I am. Yeah. I'm just an ever-evolving person who is just creating a life that I love. And yeah, I'm just Renee at the end of the day. And I kind of love that. Because when you take away all the different labels, they kind of create parts of you. And I'm not parts. I'm just a whole person whose name's Renee. I love that. I love that so much. (laughs) And I know we've spoken about your journey in the past and your learnings around creating your life, right? And I have noticed such big changes in you from going from certain phases of your life through different experiences, different parts, and really recognizing the ways that you've come out of each of these experiences in different ways and also how you've taken charge on the fact that like we do create it right we are constantly the creator of our own story but also we actually get to choose what our story looks like and I feel like some people they don't make sense of that quite yet which is absolutely fine and shedding light on that today may be able to give them another perspective and hearing a first-hand story of that um and allowing them to be able to look at their life and realize, okay, wow, like this is maybe how I've created this or like looking at their life and realizing that this isn't what they want. It's what they thought they wanted based on what others expected of them compared to what they truly want. So I'd love for you to share a little bit about how you came to the realization that you are writing your own story all the time. Yeah. So I guess for me, I got a massive, massive wake-up call when it was towards the end of 2021. I had just turned 29. I was entering my last year in my 20s, and I was actually really excited about this time. And at the same time, I was diagnosed with an illness that everybody knows everybody's affected by. Um, I was diagnosed with cancer at 29. And it's really like there's such a stigma and such a darkness around illness and especially like the C-bomb. And so to have that thrown in my face almost, it was like, okay, well, you can wake up and live your life or you can sit in victim. And straight away, like as soon as I got the diagnosis and they told me, I just said, like even sitting in the doctor's room, I was just like, all right, universe, like if this is what you've got, 
let's go. Like, if you want to play, trust me, I will win this one. And I just took control over it. And I think that was the first point where I decided that you just got to decide. Just decide mm. what you want. Yeah. And that's kind of where it, like, stemmed from for me. And, yeah, it kind of just then continued to outroll and outplay my life. And my doctors and all of that would always be really shocked at how I was handling things, my mindset, walking into treatment. Like, when you're getting poisoned and you're having medication that hopefully will save your life and in the interim it will feel like you're dying it's like you get to choose how you have that outlook and I'm just a really big believer like we don't always get to choose our circumstances and yet we always always get to choose our reaction a hundred percent and it, and this comes out into anything in life, right? Like you had your own yeah. journey with this and you've now been able to realize this in all areas, like map it across into, okay, cool. Oh if, that, gosh, yeah. if that plays out there, okay, this can be in relationships, in my personal life, in my business. And it's realizing that it is a choice to be the victim in even some of the most horrific circumstances and it doesn't mean that we're dismissing emotions right and this is the biggest thing that I always like to cover and really highlight is it's not that in this process that you went completely positive and opposite it's the mindset you took it's the way you reacted and realized that you could face this in a completely different way and mindset wise language wise energetically wise like it's such a huge difference between the two spectrums that you could deal with it, right? And it's the reminder that it means that you face every single emotion. It means that you have your high and low days. You're actually facing things head on and going, okay, this is it. I need to fully feel this and move through this and be present with it rather than holding a certain language pattern to avoid actually going through it and being in the victim. And it's... And sometimes it's people get confused with like toxic toxic positivity (laughs) and the way of having like removing the victim mindset because toxic positivity is like overlaying all the things that you're really feeling and you're just showing up as this positive person when actually that's not the case. But the difference with that and what we're talking about is you're actually realizing the power of, okay, cool, this is how I want to deal with this this is what I'm going through right now. I am going to experience horrifically different emotions and feelings and physical reactions, but I need to move through this and I know my outcome. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's so, so important for people to realize. And even like if you did follow me and you watched the outplay or you've got somebody who is in a place of being like quite positive and optimistic and all of those things that they still feel and I, by any means, am not taking away that it wasn't challenging. Absolutely, it was challenging and mm. there were challenges and there were things in it that were very, very confronting. And in that, it, again, I just chose that I didn't want that to overtake me. Mm. And if, if I got to, like... If there was anything that I could do, it was control what you could control. And the things that I could control, I was always going to do that with grace and grit and determination and just 
being me. Yeah. And I never wanted to lose who I was in the midst of all of that stuff that was happening. Yeah, massively. And yeah, you're so right too. Like it just, it maps across to every single thing that you do in life because I'm sure you've said it on here so many times, how you do anything is how you do everything. Yeah. And now I've done that and I've seen how I can go through like the darkest of dark and also come out the other side, seen all the light, just embraced all of it, all of it. It's like, oh, wow, like I can actually face the darkness again in a different area yeah. of life, whether it's business, whether it's friendships, relationships, anything. It's like they're just seasons. And it's a bit of a cliche, but the quote, like, in order to see the stars at night, it has to be dark. Or you can only see the stars at night when it's dark or something like that. I'm like, wow, it's so true. Yeah. You actually can't see the stars when it's daylight. Yeah, and it's like the darkest of times can bring us the biggest lessons we've ever learned. Or it can be the wake-up call that we've needed, or it could be the piece where we've got a re-identity check, we're learning what we actually want in life, we're learning what we actually value, what our beliefs actually are, and sometimes the learnings can be more powerful for the rest of your life going forward from that moment and from how we reacted and faced that, that situation. And like with clients that... I've coached over the years there's always been when we've delved into like dark times or whatever it is that's had such a significant impact on their life they're like it was the one thing that brought me back to the core of who I was it's the one thing that taught me that actually I was leading a life that others wanted and not what I wanted and it gave me a restart it taught me that I could really choose what I wanted it taught me that my mind's really powerful and the lessons they come from the darkest moments are like if you can see it and find those things they're always there but obviously, if you look for something, you'll find it. And if you yeah. don't, you're not going to find it. So it's like, whatever you choose to look for, you'll always find. So if you're looking for all the things that aren't going well in something when it's bad, you will find all the things that aren't going well. But if you can look for the lessons and just promise yourself from the start that you're going to reconnect and you will look for the things that you're learning, you will find them. So this is where mindset yes. has a huge play of like where your focus goes, your energy flows. And what you look for, you'll find. And I think in your journey, like seeing you now and the steps you've taken since, like, I'm curious, would you have taken the steps that you've taken since that journey, you know, if like before with the mindset you're in prior to this? Yeah, I think that prior to being diagnosed, I'd done a bunch of personal development anyway. And I was always really interested Mm. by positive mindset and things like that is it to the extent that it is now and especially going through that it's absolutely grown and in saying that I'm very very grateful for the person that was yeah because that person is the girl who got me through yeah that. and now who I am I'm just like this next level version of that which is awesome and I'm very very grateful for that and because I've grown and evolved through this and I've up leveled, I know in the next challenge I'll up level again. And it's just like this continuous cycle of continuing to up level. Mm. And again, that comes down to choice because it's very easy, even if you've gone through something hard and you've got to the other side, the next challenge comes your way and it's very easy to go, mm, tap out, I'm done. Yeah. Like, I can't do this again. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, absolutely you can. You're choosing not to. So do you want to choose to do it or choose not to do it? Because ultimately, at the end of the day, you're the only person that will be affected by that choice. 100%. And 
in making those choices, right, a lot of the reasons why people back out is because growth's involved. And growth can cause something like similar to growing pains. Like when we're being stretched, it's not always easy at the start. It's not always the most comfortable thing, but the more you stretch, that becomes the new comfortable. And then right again, it happens again and again and again. It's like a ripple effect. But you have to choose to be able to face and move through that stretchy part where it's a little bit uncomfortable in order to keep rising above who you were if you're desiring to change. And it is that choice. And it's, again, like when we look at our life as a whole, right? And we look at like your journey as well, your life as a whole right now, you're able to see all of that in a completely different light from one part of your life that you experienced. And you're not a different person from before. You're just a person that's evolved through this journey and continue to evolve after that out of a choice because you know the power of that. And yeah. it's teaching people that we we are the writer of our story and we do get to choose that. And sometimes we may feel like there's no way out. Like sometimes we might get to a point where it's like, I can't do this anymore. Or, you know, I just don't see a way out. I don't see an alternative. I don't see the light at the end of the tunnel. And it's just trusting, like trust is a huge thing it's trusting that you can get through this and you can have you can have you can find the resources and I know like for you to have that mindset to go through that journey is a trust in self thing like you have to trust yourself absolutely and it was like a lot of intuition and it was very kind of against the grain Mm. because there is like as I said at the beginning there's so much darkness around that and you know clinically when you go in a doctor has to tell you all the potential side effects that may happen to you it doesn't think those things will happen to you those things will happen to you if you decide to take them on and that itself may challenge a lot of people's thoughts because they'll be like well I didn't decide for that to happen it's like the more you surround yourself again and the more things you look for, then it will show up. Yeah. So like for me personally, one of the side effects, and I knew that there were going to be some things that would absolutely happen that was inevitable. And it was like, they said that I possibly could get really bad mouth ulcers and then go all the way down my throat and down my esophagus and stuff. And there was like one evening and I was starting to get a mouth ulcer and I was just like, no, absolutely not. This is not happening. I refuse for that to be my reality. And I kid you not, the next day I woke up, that mouth ulcer was gone and I never, ever, ever got mouth ulcers. And it's just like, again, like your mind is so freaking powerful. Yeah, literally. And and when people hear stories like that, it seems like a small thing, but it's so big when you realize the power. And it's actually a similar thing happened to me with my skin. So um, now I'm pregnant. (laughs) Hormones have thrown it out the window a little bit. Um, But when it was about three years ago so when I moved from the UK and I got to Australia I don't know if it's the climate or whatever it was or even just my mindset but my skin started to break out and I started to get acne and I'd never been prone to that and the first thing was was I hate my skin my skin's so shit why is it so red so sore and I all I said was negative whenever like it was just so negative to the point where I look back and I'm like there was no way out like even if I was taking the medication I tried so many other things but I was constantly recreating something that was a problem due to my language and my mindset. The internal dialogue. Yeah, and this happened for years. And then I went a lot deeper into growth and I did a lot of work and I just kind of went to bed one night and I'm like, 
oh my God. And it was like this massive aha moment of like, no wonder my skin is like this. How has it ever had a chance to be the opposite because I've only ever created this. And I got up and I wrote down a list of affirmations of positive skin, of glowing skin, how much I love my skin. And my massive focus from there for a week was literally focused on my skin, how much I love it, and the fact that I'm constantly healing. Over two weeks, my skin cleared. And my partner looked at me and was like, what has happened to your skin? And I'm like, do I tell him or... And I'm like, you're gonna think this is absolutely mad, but, and I told him the story and he couldn't believe it. So when you're saying things like that and you realize that we just can just choose different, our body is the same. Like it literally is how we speak, how we feel and how we view, we're gonna create that reality. And I changed my reality just through one pivotal moment of realizing my language and my mindset was choosing something to happen. So it is, it's crazy and like, it's also a massive reminder to be careful how much you take on from other people. How many labels do you wanna receive? How many labels do you wanna accept? How many suggestions do you wanna accept? The world is full of suggestions. Like all people wanna do is be put in a box of like labels because that's naturally how society has kind of wanted us to be. And it makes us feel safe. But the suggestions, like we're always having suggestions placed our way and we have to work out whether we want to accept them or decline them. Yeah, exactly. And like, I I chose to do modern medicine and that was a choice that I made. And I also chose to incorporate it with Chinese medicine. Yeah. And that was a choice. And it wasn't referred to me to do that from a modern clinical doctor. And for me, it was the best outcome. Like, and that was just a choice and that was my gut, my intuition and I just followed it mm. and I just surrendered and just became really, really like conscious of the things around me, the languages that I was using, the groups that I was a part of, mm. like that can play a massive thing, the social media I was consuming and the social media content that I personally was putting out because I was very transparent and shared it online and I did share the highs and the lows of it and majority of it was high. And again, it's because I personally didn't want to consume myself in negativity. Mm -hmm. Or like, poor me, poor me, poor me. Because again, that that makes you the victim. And I just think like, it's actually, it's harder to step up and be the warrior than it is to step into being the victim. It's actually really easy to be the victim. Yeah, it really is. It's so easy to do that. And I think as well, like a lot of that's trauma-based. I think a lot of people are they're seeking something within that space from trauma. And it's what I see in a lot of clients, like being the victim gives them something they didn't have when they were younger. Being the victim gives them something that they've never experienced or something they're just craving and they've wanted their whole life. And for as long as they are in that state, they're gonna continue to get it. So it's almost like they people have secondary game. It's like, if they if they're not the victim and they have a positive mindset they don't just lose the victim they lose something else so it's working out what are, yeah. what do people want or gain from being a victim and i've been there like i've been a massive victim i was a victim of my mum and dad's divorce it became a part of my identity it was like oh i'm Ellison, my parents are divorced and you know it was this this and this and i hadn't realized i created that but 
it offered me sympathy it offered me like it gave me not only sympathy from people but an essence of like appreciation or compassion that I'd never given myself or allowed others to give but if I told that it made me feel better so I had to get used to if I wasn't the victim well I wasn't going to receive that but yet little did Mm -hmm. I know yes I still would in different ways and not in a negative way so it's working out what is your mind craving from a certain way that you're showing up and what's the unconscious driver behind that to that's allowing you to show up in that way yeah and I guess like going from victim like I experienced a lot of things during my childhood and things like that and growing up where I was very trauma-based and a lot of victim-based and things like that and then unconsciously you know I'd always make these comments about like my story wasn't sad enough and oh no I don't have a sad enough story to do that oh I can't do that I can't be this person only the successful people that have these inspiring stories, you know, it always comes from heartache or pain or trauma. And, oh God, that sounds so ridiculous saying it out loud now. And in saying that, I then got the one illness <laughs> that people know that is very sad and dark and traumatizing and all of that stuff. Mm. And even when I got it, I was like, oh my gosh, my story's not sad enough. Like, I... Like, it's not terminal, there's someone worse than me. And I think it's really interesting because unconsciously I had created this story and this narrative my whole life that in order to create the life that I wanted and in order to be super successful and in order to run a business or speak on stage and do all the things that I always dreamed about doing, I needed a sad story. Yeah. And so then the universe gave it to me on a silver platter and was like well here you go you asked for it and then I got it and I was like you know what I actually like yeah I'll deal with it and I'm going to deal with it in a way that's not sad because I don't want the sad story to be my narrative and so that like brings us back to like creating your own narrative unconsciously I truly believe that I created my illness and I also chose how I decided to move through it. A hundred percent. And I actually think I remember having a conversation with you a couple of years ago at an event. And I remember the words leaving your mouth being like, I like, I just, <laughs> I don't have a sad enough story. And it's funny because. I so said that. I remember yeah. that conversation. <laughs> and it's interesting because it, sometimes we create beliefs that are so solid in us that we actually don't create success because we don't believe we have something that's in that's needed in order to be successful and it's also what you see right so you potentially have seen many people around you have a story that you found inspiring that then you took as your own kind of way of like well that's a sad story like people resonate because they feel sorry for them or they've gone from a to z to get here today so it's actually something they deserve and then the people that didn't have a sad story maybe you didn't resonate with and how they got their success so it's how we're always viewing things right and as you'll know like we obviously have a communication system right so it's like we have our own beliefs values we have our own experiences and memories and we all see and feel and experience the world in a different way based on the values beliefs and everything like that so it's like we me and you could have seen exactly the same story and yet taken yeah. and uh, taken it on board or seen it and heard it as a completely different way. 
And that is the power of realizing that the way we take things on is based on our own experiences, values, and beliefs. And it's always different for everybody. Yeah. So it's, yeah, you, absolutely. yeah, like you creating that belief could have stemmed from anything, but then you've realized that it's not necessary and it's not true. And it was just something that back then drove that, that belief. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like the body's so smart, like it will bring out different like disease in your body. It will bring out like, whether it's like breakout in your, in your skin, like everything. I don't know how factual this is, but like your brain and your gut literally control your whole body. So if you're not conscious of the language that you're using and you're not actually like nourishing yourself correctly, because your gut is like your second brain, I think is mm-hmm. what they say, then like you are basically screwing up your whole body. So it's like taking control of what you can control again. And it's like, look after your gut with like the food and things that you eat and like the water that you drink plays a huge like impact into it like and then it comes down to like the language that you use how you process who you communicate with the people that you surround yourself with what do you actually do for your own self to like enjoy life like for me like now that I'm on the coast like I swim in the ocean every single day and that's been so so beneficial for like my mind Mm. and my actual physical health yeah it's something so simple yeah and it's a choice. Like you choose to do yeah, that because like, you know the I benefits. I choose to do that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it'd be so easy. Like there's even days where it rains and or life gets full and things like that. And it's like, well, I prioritize the things that are important to me that I know will allow me to be my next level better self. Yeah. Or I just stay stagnant. And for me personally, staying stagnant is just like not an option. Well, yeah. Like some people want that and some people realize that it isn't an option because it's just not what they want. Like, and yeah, it's it's such an interesting topic and it's something that I'm sure me and you could probably talk into for about an hour and a half, two hours, three hours, whatever (laughs) it is, because there's so many layers to it. And I think the thing that you've really expressed today is that we write our own narrative and we can also realize, we can sometimes come to that realization after the lowest of lows in our life or it can be through the personal development and the trying, like the actual playing around with what you're learning in order to see it come to fruition, right? Like if we don't practice what we preach, we're not gonna realize that it actually works. And I think for you, you've realized that you do get to choose. You do get to like create what you want and the power of your mind is so like powerful and it's there all the time. And it's just taking one step at a time. And it's not waiting for you to have this day of like, we're here, like it's a constant evolution. And it's like, that word has been huge around my, like (laughs) clients, friends, family recently is like, we're always evolving. We always will. So it's like, we're not waiting to get to a certain point. It's just the constant change and being okay with that. Yeah. And like, for me, I would like, I say this to people and like all the time, like don't wait for tragedy Mm. to happen in your life before you just wake up and live like start living so like live your life live how you want to be conscious about like the lifestyle that you're living and don't wait for tragedy to happen yeah before you get the wake-up call that I did because I got hit with the truck like I missed the feather I missed the break like I got the truck so Yeah. yeah don't wait for that moment before you decide what you want to do and like how you want to live your life that's your choice and you can control that right now 
A hundred percent. Oh, well, thank you for sharing, my lovely. And it's been really lovely to chat and have you on here and have you share your story and your journey as well. And I know there'll be people listening, thinking, okay, cool. Like I get some of this, like I'm starting to realize now that this is the powerful just from the stories you've shared. And hopefully people start to realize they can just take the step in the direction they want. So thank you so much. And Renee, if people want to connect with you, where can they find you? Yeah, so they can find me. I'm mainly on Instagram. Yeah. And you can find me at Renee underscore with love underscore. It's with an A-E, so R-E-N-A-E. Um, and then I'm also on TikTok, really not as big on there. And then I also host my own podcast called Hello, I'm Healing. Amazing. Well, thank you so much. Um, and I'm sure we'll have you on here again to chat soon. But have an amazing day and thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks.